This is Tristan. And this is Justin. For the Space Bros Podcast. Podcast. Excellent. All right. We talked about doing that. And, yeah, we did. and then I think you remembered halfway through oh, yeah. doing it. You oh, kind of forgot. <laughs> like, oh, that's do what that. he's doing. He's doing that uh, harmonizing thing. And we weren't harmonizing at all. No. So No, I don't well, think I'm a singer at all. We know boys to men. Mm-mm. Who is? There is no other oh, boys to men. Those guys on the train in Chicago. We're trying to be. That's true. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I think even they were just doing a three-part <laughs> harmony. Yeah. It wasn't boys to men's big thing that they were doing a four-part harmony, which is really hard to do. Yeah. That's what I think. Now that I'm a music dude, but that's mm-hmm. what I remember hearing at one point was like, they're the shit because they do a four part. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought Kicking it was just, it just I, for you. I thought it was because they're a mid 90s R&B and that's why they're awesome. <laughs> like Bobby Brown, a uh, new edition. Yeah. They were one of the original ones. It's true. Good stuff. All right. Uh, episode 22. Yeah. Welcome to episode 22. How we do? No, 21. 21. 21. 21. Shit. Episode 21. <laughs> Getting ahead of myself. Yeah, it's because you were editing next next one. Yes. Next, uh, we're already podcast. getting ready for the next one. Yeah, just setting them up, knocking them down, mm-hmm. just like boys do. Well, this one's a real stinker, so I'm just looking for <laughs> the next one. I already know it's going to suck. It is so not true because there's been so much news in the last two weeks yeah. about Star Wars. And news. it's just been Star Wars jizz all over your face for the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Grab a towel. Grab a towel. <laughs> uh, the biggest one, of course, being that J.J. Abrams is confirmed. J.J. Oh. Abrams. Confirmed for episode seven. Episode least. seven. <laughs> so we know that he might not do eight or nine, but he's confirmed for seven. He is confirmed for seven, yeah. Okay. That, I, I, yeah, I didn't even hear anything about eight or nine. I don't even know if they mentioned it. No, I don't think he'd pro- he probably wouldn't get locked into that. That's yeah. too bad. Because mm-hmm. there could be another Star Trek movie after this one, anyway. So yeah, I don't know how many. Depending on how well this next one does. Yeah, I don't know what his contracts are like. You're gonna go see it into darkness. Yes. It's called. Yeah, you want to see it? As you know, I'm a I'm a I go I'm a buy nerd. I go Star Trek and Oof. Star Wars. So yeah, I'll do either, whatever. <laughs> Lightsabers, phasers, they can all get me off. Well, all right. Everyone's like, Next Generation is the best series. I love it. Is that how you feel, too? Next Generation was was really good. Yeah, it is the best series. Okay. Here's every Next Generation episode. What is it? Oh, my God. There's a disturbance from this planet. Let's go check it out. Uh And then something happens to their ship or someone gets captured. Mm -hmm. And they check something out and it's not what it seems. Sure. And then by the end of the episode, they well, learn a lesson. Okay, that's like first season. And then by second season, they start getting into the dynamics between the characters on the ship. Yeah. And that's when it starts to get more interesting, I think, because mm-hmm. of the drama. I mean, there's an entire episode um, where, you know, their Data's under, he has to go to court, and they want to take him apart because he's a robot. Mm-hmm. And they have to prove whether or not Data is, is a sentient being and whether okay. or not he deserves the same rights as everybody else because he's not, he doesn't have a soul. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting concept for a TV mm. show. And it's just that, the whole episode. Okay. You know, it's just this courtroom drama about whether or not he's a sentient being or has a soul. And I think that that's why I like Star Trek. So we can stop talking about it now. Well, I like the original one, the original series, because it's like Monster of the Week. And there's weird stuff. So that's because you're upset that there's more, like, 
well, you don't like the second series because there's actual like dialogue and drama. And, yeah, you know, they, I didn't like any of the characters in Next Generation. You prefer? See, but you described the first. You described original Star Trek. They go to this planet. There's some monsters. Yeah, but it's cheesy and corny, and it's not like okay. Yeah. All right, so it's not. It doesn't try to be heady. It, right. It just, it just, just accepts the green boobs. Yeah. You just accept the green boobs. And he fucks a lot of space chicks. You don't want to know why the green boobs are green. Yeah. You just want the green boobs to be there. Uh-huh. Okay. That's fair. And then, I don't know, Next Generation just seems like there's a lot of just dialogue and <laughs> not as much action or cool yeah. stuff happening. I mean, there's still, yeah. Okay. All right. I think there's just, when, a, there's just a long, there's a bigger thread in that one, I think. And it's a, as a, as a whole season or a whole series, it's, it's much better. Mm-hmm. And actually, I mean, I like DS9 too. I started getting into that when I was in Boston. Mm-hmm. I was watching like when sci-fi would do, you know, Monday was like, uh, Star Trek, the next generation day. And they just show those episodes all day. Mm-hmm. Then it was like DS9 the next day. And mm-hmm. then later on it was like Voyager all day. Mm-hmm. And then Twilight Zone all day. Okay. Yeah, what was the other one that showed all day? I just had a serious brain fart. The dude who like travels from body to body. Oh, um. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's terrible. Uh, Scott Bakula. Yeah, Scott Bakula. Yeah. And Iggy. Iggy says, oh, what the hell is the name of that? <laughs> that um, is terrible. We're all going to go, oh. Yeah, we really are. That's really bad. Somebody's, who's, who's yelling at their, their, earbuds right yeah. now trying to give us the name of this show that we just brain farted all over, all over each other uh who's the captain of uh quantum leap quantum leap thank yeah. you who's, who's the, the captain who's, who's the captain of quantum leap <laughs> who's the captain of uh uh voyager uh, it- janeway oh yeah janeway. No, she was the first female captain okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. commander paris that one yeah yeah she was pretty good and then that had um seven of nine the super hot Oh yeah, Partial Borg, mm-hmm. uh, Jerry Ryan, who yeah. is still super hot. Let's see, and still does a lot of nerd stuff. She was in the when they did a somebody did a Mortal Kombat trailer for a modern Mortal Kombat movie, uh-huh. and they wanted to make the movie. I think she was in that as Sonya, I believe. Oh really? Yeah, briefly. I think. How do you spell her? Hmm. Jerry Ryan. It's like J I R I J E R I. Maybe. Oh, there she is. Okay. Voyager. Oh, just yeah. run around the Voyager ship in that skin tight yes. silver yes. bodysuit. Giant. Um, let's see. Recently, she's been in <laughs> <laughs> Two and a Half Men, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, Mortal yeah. Kombat Legacy, yeah. TV series. Yeah, that's right. Because they made a TV series out of okay. it. Okay. Uh, lots of Law and Order, Boston Legal, OC, mm-hmm. Boston Public. And I think she was a producer of. Uh, Voyager by the end or originally mm. even I, I okay. could double check that but seven of nine three of eight and two of three she played <laughs> yeah <laughs> all robots robots all Borg huh. yeah anyways so that made Voyager great that was like th- second or third season that she showed up I think uh-huh. so I don't know I, I enjoy them all I haven't watched them for a while I've been off because I went on like such a Star Trek binge mm-hmm. for several years so the most important question, though, is if J.J. Abrams is directing this movie, mm-hmm. is there going to be lightsaber lens flares? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm I, blinded. 
I showed we saw we saw that um, trailer, the J.J. Abrams style trailer for the old, the original trilogy, uh-huh. which you can look up online. It's called uh, Star Trek or Star Wars Into Darkness. Yes, which is like a mashup between Star Trek and Star Wars trailer. If J.J. Abrams directed the original trilogy, it's pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I was hoping that he was going to include like shots from inside the Millennium Falcon with lots of lens flares. Yeah, like I think somebody should just lens flare out the original uh-huh. movie <laughs> episode four. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'll do any lens flares, though. Okay. Because I think Star- I mean, Super Star- 8 had some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, I, th- I would hope that he would understand that there is a very big stylistic, there should be a big stylistic difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. If he meshes those two together, people will be mildly upset. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Even though we can all live together, learn to live together. Yeah, we do. Between, you know, sci-fi fans. Yeah, it there is. doesn't have to be a line drawn in between. It is. It is weird. You can like both. It is weird that he he gets to do both. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's my only mm-hmm. concern about it is that he's doing both. Yeah, I wish they would have given somebody else a chance. But how do you feel about him? Um, I'm on board because I like movies that he's done. I like Super Eight. I thought that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was like the ET of our generation. Not as good, mm-hmm. but. It'll be like the E.T. of of newer generation. Or of newer generation. If they gave a shit about it, which I don't think any kids do. No. I don't think Uh any kids watch it. That was like a nostalgia movie for us. Yeah. Uh, But I enjoyed it. But there's a lot of questions about him not being able to tell a complete story, is what people are saying. The box. There's a lot of, yeah. He doesn't 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 reveal a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like in, uh, well, Star Trek, though, he directed that. And a lot of it was, you know, there weren't any unanswered questions at the end of the movie. You kind of knew... Yeah. Everything was resolved. That's pretty straightforward. But Lost, of course, is like... That's the one. Yeah. And Fringe. I yeah, guess. Fringe. Fringe is all based on the mystery box. I think um, for, for movies, he doesn't do that. I can't think mm-hmm. of a film that he did, like Mission Impossible 3. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like that. Ghost mm-hmm. Protocol, right? Or no, no that's the newest. That's yeah, four. That's four. Three was the one before, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the one he did. That was his first movie. Okay. And Tom Cruise was like, you're going to direct my movie. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. And then apparently called him back like a month. It was Because it was the first movie he would ever he was ever going to direct. Mm-hmm. And so the story is that Tom Cruise met him. I was like, I really like Lost. I watched all of Alias because he did Alias first. Right. Um, and I want you to do Mission Impossible 3. And J.J. Abrams was like, I don't, sure, whatever. Like, we're just here at dinner. That's fine. I believe you. <laughs> and like a month later, he had like a contract. It was like a $300 million budget. Wow. It was the biggest budget ever given to a first-time film director. And, you know, it did, it did well. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I liked it. Well, Lost is kind of like a movie with the budget they had yeah. and the effects and everything and the amount of work that went into it, especially with the pilot. Just the pilot alone was couldn't be a movie. Yeah. You know what he's really good at? Uh, he's really good at people running away from explosions. Yeah. <laughs> and this is in everything he does. Yeah. Like the opening sequence of Lost, running away from an exploding airport, like mm-hmm. airplane mm-hmm. parts. Uh, Super 8, the train. Train exploding and, everywhere. And running through the town all, as it's exploding. Yep. What was the other one? Oh, the uh, Mission Impossible 3 when he's on the bridge and he's running away from an explosion and gets slammed in against that car. Yeah. He, he's really yep. good at action pieces. Uh, what happened? Isn't there something in... Uh, uh, Star Trek? Star Trek, the last Star Trek when he's exploding. Yeah. I, I Probably. Stuff. <laughs> uh, Something was exploding. There's also the, the monster being chased. They're chasing the people in uh, Super 8. Yeah, where that monster is like unleashed on the town. He's like chasing after. That's yeah, good stuff. Yeah, he's, he's I, very good at it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I also think it, it bodes well for it not being a 
a children's movie because mm-hmm. he hasn't done a children's movie. Yeah. You could say that Super 8's a children's movie, but I don't. It's more of a teenager's movie. It is a teenager's. Yeah. Like, there's nothing childish about that movie, really. Yeah, be, if you brought your kid, they'd be scared shitless when yeah. that monster comes out. They'd be like, holy shit, what the fuck is that? Uh, yeah. Monster? Ah. What was the other monster movie in New York? Um, first person. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like calling that. Uh, Cloverfield. Cloverfield. It's like calling mm-hmm. Cloverfield a children's movie. Because yeah. if you just took those characters and made them children, be like, well, it's a children's movie now. Like, yeah. that's kind of what Super 8 is. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the idea that, like, it has adult themes mm-hmm. and it can entertain adults and it'll have good dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's he not can, doing any of the writing. He's just doing the directing, right? Yeah, but he can direct so. dialogue. Mm-hmm. And then we know that the writers that are on it, I mean, Pixar movies, um, the Pixar guy and the original writer from... I'm forgetting their names right now, but it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll. I think it's it's setting up to be pretty good. Like I'm, you know, I'm yeah. not getting too excited because I don't want to be let down. You know, this isn't a, a, a diamond unicorn or anything. Right. <laughs> a diamond pony. Dino, diamond pony. You um, call it diamond pony. It's called. Well, what do you call it? Butt. I couldn't hear because we were. Yeah, we were yapping the whole time. Yapping. He's like it. butt princess is my pony's name. <laughs> <laughs> the bad guys. We're talking Borderlands too. Yeah, it's talking pretty to, good. Talking to Borderlands too. We had um, a lot of fun playing that. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was fun. All right, it's like we're, four hours that we played. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking robot won't come back. God, I was so mad about that. <laughs> Jamming on the button the whole time, like. Ah, uh, yeah. That's weird. Did you figure it out? I don't know. I didn't play it since, mm-hmm. so I'll have to go back in. Okay. Um, well, let's also talk about in the same vein that they officially announced that they're going to have. Um, Star Wars spin-off movies, one for Han Solo and one for Boba Fett. Yeah, I can't I don't know if that's confirmed at all. According to Entertainment I, Weekly, which is like Yeah, but it doesn't say who said it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like Entertainment Weekly said it, but who did they get their information from? Dunno. Because um, the original the other one was like Oh, if, wait, 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 hang on. Disney announced yesterday. Uh so Disney, on an interview with CNBC CEO Bob Eager, said that Disney and Lucasfilm will make several new movies based on the existing characters, in addition to Episode Seven and two other sequels. So they uh, confirmed that the CEO said, "Oh yeah, we're doing that," because there are a lot of rumors speculating about whether they're going to make these spin-off movies or not, and this guy confirmed it. So he said, "We're still making Episodes Seven, Eight, and Nine, roughly over a six-year period, starting in 2015." But there are going to be a few other films released in that time period, too. So he's saying that in between the six years of them releasing the new sequels, um, there's also going to be these supplemental like character stories. Yeah. Which so, could mean that they're not going to be feature film-like releases. Disney? I mean, maybe. There's I, a possibility I, I, that... I think they're trying to marvel it up, you know? Yeah, could be. But we already know the story of these people. It's like, eh, kind well, of. I mean, if you, we already knew the story of Thor and stuff too, though. If that's the characters that they're going with, they might be doing yeah. sideline stories of characters that are going to be in seven, eight, and nine. That's true. I'm still like, I'm looking through the EW report. They're not saying where they got that information from. Mm-hmm. They're just saying that it could likely be Hansolo and Boba Fett. I don't, I don't see where they're. Okay. Well, there's an interview on CNBC. 
then I will. Uh, there's been speculation about some standalone films that have been development, and I can confirm uh, to you today that in fact we are working on a few standalone films. Larry Kasdan and Simon Kinberg are both working on films uh, derived from great Star Wars. Uh, characters that are not part of the overall saga, so we still plan to make Star Wars 7, 8, and 9, roughly over a six-year period of time, starting in 2015, but there are going to be a few other films released in that period of time, too. So this is big news for that. Star Wars fans, and also for investors. All right, so that's it. Yeah, no details, really. Yeah, the they first did say. I mean, he said... Star Wars, based on Star Wars characters, characters yeah. like, that we already know and love. Yeah, so that doesn't sound like it's going to be new characters. Well, yeah, that's true. It could be. I think what's going to happen is they're going to do like a smuggler's tale, the story of Han Solo. Mm -hmm. And then it'll be him and Lando and Chewie going on adventures post-episode six. Oof. Yeah. Post-episode six? Yeah. All right. I don't think these are going to be... Well, it could be the story of Han Solo also. I mean, it could be like during the, uh, the prequels what Han Solo was up to. That's a possibility, too. Like, Maybe. how he became a smuggler, how he won his ship, all that stuff. Sure. That would be interesting. I think it would be more interesting because they're already going to tell episodes 7, 8, and 9, which he'll be in. So it would make more sense if they made the prequel story of him. Yeah, that's true. That, that, would, that would make sense. And then they can use a young, a younger actor. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, they not that use, Harrison Ford was yeah, that old Harrison when that Ford. movie you know, was uh, mm -hmm. came out when Star Wars came out. He was in his 20s, but yeah. they can still use, like, an 18-year-old, you know, actor and try and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, then you don't have to get, you know, Billy D. Williams as Lando. They don't have to get <laughs> yeah. uh, Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Yeah, that's that's kind of the big question that it is now, is, like, who is going to be taking over these roles, and are they going mm -hmm. to look like these characters? Are they going to give them 70s haircuts, you know? Yeah, like, that's are, the big question, is will mm -hmm. they bring these guys back even though they're... Harrison Ford's looking pretty old now. Yeah, I don't know. So that's that's sort of the, that's obviously going to be the next big plot point mm -hmm. is whether or not what the plots are. Well, they can so. also use a CG scrub and make the guys look younger if they want to put a lot of money into it. Like that'd be weird. You know how they made in Looper? They made uh, um, Jordan Joseph Gordon Joseph Levitt. Gordon Levitt. They made him look like Older. Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah. So they, well, they made him look like him. They changed his nose and. Oh my god, that'd be weird. Yeah. Because that was kind of weird know. in Looper. It did look weird. If you looked at me, you're like, is that a lesbian? During the diner scene, and <laughs> yeah. like you kind of forgot what Joseph Gordon-Levitt looked like originally, and you're like, is he just making that uh, face? Is that yeah. a prosthetic? Why does he not look as handsome? Like, I don't. Something happened to his chin. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it did. Uh, so I don't think they'll do that. They could. I mean, well, maybe. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, um, it's all. I guess it's all up in the air right now. And the Boba Fett story, they don't need to have any of the actors. That's true. So. Well, because they yeah. could do the story of up until when he finds the helmet mm -hmm. in the arena. That's after true. Jango Fett gets decapitated by Mace Windu. Yeah. Picks up the helmet. The head doesn't fall out like we wanted it to. Yeah. <laughs> head still in it. Maybe that'll be in the director's cut. So it picks cut. up afterwards yeah. where he like he pulls the head out of the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then there could be a story of him taking on the reins. Yeah, Boba Fett seems likely. Yeah. That seems more likely than Han Solo. These I could guess. both be two like prequel stories. Yeah, because that would be. Because I also don't. I mean, I think it'd be. I think it'd be odd if they. I think it's odd to go back in time that much, though, to characters have already passed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And have stories about them. I think that's an odd choice. You know, I would still think that they're going to try and marvel it, where it's okay. like you have your your side stories going on in mm -hmm. the same time period, same universe, 
as your your you know your uh, your Justice League movie. Or yeah. Your, uh-huh. um, your your big movies going on. I think they'll try and marvel it. You know, okay. More like more likely. I don't know how they can milk two or three movies out of that those stories though. I mean, they'd be running out of shit to put in there. In which movies? <laughs> if they made like a three part Han Solo movie, like they're doing with uh, Thor, I don't know, or Captain America, how they bridge out those movies across them. It just seems know. like cash grabs at that point. Well, I'd rather you have them say just that the put Marvel out. movies are cash grabs. Yeah, they totally are. <laughs> like Iron Man Two was definitely a cash grab. Sure, there's nothing uh, fancy about that movie. It was just all like, hey, everyone wants to see a sequel to this movie because the first one did so awesome. So, uh-huh. so what people about went to it. So yeah. you can go see the third one. I don't know. Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I'd rather have them just put out one movie. Start there. Yeah. Let's at least get that get that yeah. one going. And yeah, just, like, <laughs> well, just put out one character story movie. That's it. I just want one concise tale. Oh. Oh well I didn't mean I didn't mean who knows if they're gonna do like true like continuous one, you know, that character, Han Solo forever. Uh-huh. Han Solo two, Han Solo three. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know that they're gonna do that. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying that I think they're gonna stick to that. I, I would be surprised if they actually went back mm-hmm. to um you know, the before the seven, eight, and nine to tell stories of Han Solo as a kid. I'd be surprised, but it's possible, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, we'll we'll find out. Yeah. Um, More information coming out. The weirdest one I thought that, like, originally when they they announced that they were going to have sideline stories mm-hmm. or sideline movies, um, spinoff movies, was the, the, they announced they were like, it's going to be Yoda. Yeah. I was like, I don't, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I do not. That was see. the speculation originally. Was yeah, that Yoda, was the Yoda first tale? speculation. Let me see if I can read it here. Somebody was. It was like I think it's on CNET. Um, mm-hmm. Like obvious choice would be Yoda. What does he say? He would not say which characters will be featured in the standalone movies, but one can speculate that Yoda would be an obvious choice. Huh. I don't. I don't see them putting out a movie about a an alien as a main character, Yoda. Mm-hmm doing what teaching kids stuff yeah like maybe if they made like an animated movie based off of the clone wars mm-hmm. well they, they already did yeah well yeah <laughs> they made true. a clone wars movie yeah. so that's my concern is that they've already shown him in clone wars quite a bit he's yeah. very prolific in that series so yoda movie yeah I, I don't know if i'd like that yeah i can't i'd rather so they have a han solo or princess leia movie is that they've also been speculating sure there's a princess leia full length which all right well, yeah. After reading the the Star Wars one comic that we did, yes. that came out last month. Uh-huh. I could I could I could I could check out a, an X wing fighter Princess Leia movie. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, depending on who they get to play her, as long as it's not that Kristen Stewart. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on to uh, the announcement that they're making making uh, new Hasbro toys. So you found this article about how uh, they're coming out with a new line of Hasbro toys. Who's been the creator of? Uh, Star Wars toys since Kenner. So they took over the reins after like, they, the they bought the license from yeah. Kenner. Yeah. And they've been putting out um, tons of action figures that are pretty iconic. Um, but now they're changing the, up the formula. It's going to be uh, six inch figures, right? Yeah. So the normal one is three inch, three and a half inch toys, or three and three quarter toys were the standard before. So really? those, yeah, package toys. Those are three and, three and a quarter inches tall. Three and three quarters. Those yeah. are tiny. Uh-huh. I guess I never really thought about it. So now these ones are going to be six-inch figures, which are like, I don't know if that's the size of uh, like a Barbie or what, but uh, 
Yeah. Picking up picking up Tristan's Clone no, Wars. Toy. I do have assorted <laughs> uh, Star Wars figures laying around. What's going on with his leg? That's what we want doing. He's yeah. kicking it out to yeah. the right. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, you Jedi's. Hey, Jedi's. Um, uh, but these are going to be, it looks like they're posable too, where they have movable joints. Yeah. At least from this picture of the Luke Skywalker one that we're seeing. Um, <clears throat> so these are going to be 20 bucks a pot too. Yeah, they're expensive. So the other ones I think are like eight bucks each, seven or eight dollars. And yeah. uh, they announced already that they're going to have Luke Skywalker in his X Wing garb, Astromech Droid R2 D2, and uh, villain Darth Maul. And uh, the, the easily misled Sand Trooper. So they're going to have a Sand Trooper figure too, which is kind of a weird choice, but. Misled Sand Trooper. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be a depressed Sand Trooper. I understand. Um, well, what do I put on these missions? That's interesting that they went, uh, you know, original series and then just shoved Darth Maul in there. Yeah. So it sounds like eventually they'll do all of the, the series. They'll probably have some Clone Wars in there. They'll have some uh, prequels. And yeah, some, depending on how they sell. And the, these are coming out in August, so... You can bet they're going to have some of the newer characters from Seven would probably be in there as well mm-hmm. once they start announcing the cast and explaining some of the characters. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure as we get closer to the release date, usually when Star Wars movies come out, they have kind of a toy dump. Yes. They try to like re-release stuff, bring stuff back, get people mm-hmm. interested again, that target aisle fill up again. Yep. So I think these looks pretty. this looks pretty cool. I think the Luke looks pretty detailed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But and you, this article says that uh, these are aimed more towards adults. Yeah, yeah, well, they because are. they're more expensive and they're more like collectible. They're not like posable and well, they're not like stuff you'd play with. Uh, not that the three and three quarters ones are really. I don't know. It's kind of like the original figures are like GI Joe size, and these guys are going to be bigger. Yeah. So it's it's definitely like aimed towards collectors. Six inch toys. Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean, they look cool. So yeah. I might pick up. I don't know, we'll see what they look yeah, like. Yeah, we'll take a look when they come out. How big um, is that uh, Green Lantern I got you for Christmas? Probably five or six inches, I'd say. That's yeah. a six-inch toy? Yeah. That's pretty detailed. It's more that's like a six that. six-incher. That's a six-incher. <laughs> that's what she said. Right. Sure. All right. <laughs> uh, speaking of Yoda, the guy who did the uh, makeup behind Yoda and Chewbacca, Stuart Freeborn, is dead at age 98. 98. It's a pretty long life. Let's pour one out for Stuart yep. Freeborn. He was born, uh, he lived in London. Uh, he started working in the film business in 1930s. So that's like 70 years of working on mu- movies up until, yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. It's a long career. Also, so. I mean, he lived a long time though, 98. Yeah. So many dudes living to 98 years old. And he fought in World War II. Jesus. So he's, uh, yeah. All right. I don't know. Just, just. <clears throat> he will be remembered for his work on Star Wars, uh, creating characters such as the seven-foot-tall Wookiee character Chewbacca and the slug-like Jabba the Hutt. I wonder how he felt about the porn. Yeah. Parody. Uh, he probably nobody told about with that. <laughs> Give him a heart attack. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh. I wonder if he would have critiqued it like that is not what Chewie's penis yeah. would have looked like. Oh, I can make a better dong than that. I can make a better dong oh, than that. That's Australian. <laughs> Damn it. I'm not going to be able to do a British accent now that you did an Australian one. I believe I can make a better dong than that, yes. yes. Mm. That's more about New England, whatever. Yeah, you just, <laughs> just sound like that's just an Australian in pain. Yeah. 
Oh, crikey. That's a knife. That's a good knife. The size of a tangerine. The size there. of a tangerine. I can make a bit of dong tonight. That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> All right. Tell me That's some men fun. just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> some men just want to watch the world burn, Mr. Wayne. That's pretty good. Nice <laughs> job. Bravo. All right, I'm back. You're back. Voices are back, kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so rest in peace, Mr. Stuart Freeborn. Um, another announcement from the world of Star Wars is Zen Pinball. Star Wars Zen Pinball is coming to a device near you. Bing, 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 bing. Bingo, 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 bingo. So if you like digital pinball games, this will be right up your pinball alley. <laughs> Get your bumpers ready. Get your bumpers ready. Coming right up Pinball Alley. Pinball Alley. The new Star Wars Pinball Machine. It's a talkie. Again. Soundy. Yeah. It's got sounds, lights, talkies. Great. Uh, it's, uh, okay, it's coming out. Star Wars Pinball will be available on the Apple App Store, Google Play. Everywhere. And, it's going to be every, everywhere. Yes, everything everywhere. you can think of. Um it's also downloadable content for Pinball FX2 on Xbox Live and Windows 8. Zen Pinball 2 on the PlayStation Network for PlayStation 3, Vita. And uh, you can play it on both if you buy it on Vita or PS3. Have you so. have you played a pinball game on your Xbox? Yes. How is that? It sucks. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> it's stupid. Not very it good. sounds terrible. The you got to thing- be able to bump it. you got to be able to do all this stuff. They have a button to bump the table. Oh, Usually really? in most pinball games now. That's yeah. I, on an iOS device, I think you can shake it. Because I have, well, mm-hmm. I don't know, because I don't have the Zen Studios pinball okay. machine. I have the um, Pinball Attack or something like that. I got some other mm-hmm. one where they have classic. They got Elvira, yes. uh, Monster, Monster Mash, um, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. They have a lot. Um, so I picked that one up. And I played that a little bit on the iPad, and I like it. I mm-hmm. think iPad's a good size because it's close enough where it's yeah. Where you know, as, as it scrolls up and down the pinball machine, as it follows the ball, it's fine. But if I was sitting on my couch, or like on my TV, like, hey, the format's wrong. Like, yeah, widescreen, you'd have to like tilt your TV. Yeah, would be the ideal right <laughs> way. So if you could somehow get like a pinball cabinet and then place a TV on top, and yeah, like your Xbox under it, then maybe I'd be like, yeah, it's a digital pinball machine. Yeah, totally cool. <laughs> but but you have to figure out a way to get the buttons to work with flappers and. Yeah, all that too. They do have digital pinball machines, and they're weird. Yeah, I've played one before. I forget where. Is it the gaming classic? But okay, where you can just put in different. I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel the same though. No, I, I have the pinball thing on uh, pinball FX, whatever, on my phone. Yeah, and it's a terrible format. For How that. is that? It's tiny, scrunched. It I deleted really it off my phone, tiny. I think, because it was just too small. Yeah, the iPad one's pretty good. So I think it's it's. I probably end up getting it for iPad. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. any other device, I don't. I remember playing pinball games on my computer when, like, you could first get a pinball game. Yeah. Like, oh, you can get pinball. Didn't uh, Windows yeah. come with one at one point? Yes. Windows. Yes. Windows pinball or ME. Yeah. <laughs> Windows ME. <laughs> one version had it in there, and it was like, oh, it's pinball. Okay. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Actually, maybe I will play it on my PC because my I can rotate my. Hmm. I can actually monitor? rotate my monitor. Yeah. For you know, editing my newspapers. I don't, yeah. I don't know why I can do that, <laughs> but it's possible. Vertical or horizontal? Yeah, yeah. That seems all right. So, um, so it's going to be say, like an original trilogy mashup, right? Yes. It's um, okay. So, Zen Pinball celebrates the rich legacy of the saga from classic films to Star Wars, Clone Wars, 
and featuring authentic Star Wars moments, imagery, and characters. The initial three-table pack is themed around fan favorites including The Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett, and Star Wars The Clone Wars. So it's got pinball tables from different eras. Wait, you can just choose. name characters and movies together? Yeah, like? well, there's a Boba Fett table, I guess. So if you just want... Oh, I can change Boba the Fett. background? Yeah, hmm. but it sounds like you have to... Oh, okay, the three-table pack is the initial offering. So if you buy it, you get all three. Um, it's I, th- I believe it's available now. It doesn't say that there's a release date on it, so I think it's out now. Really? Um, we should have looked into that first, but whatever. It's probably out now or coming soon. Oh, wait a minute. I can, I can download it right now. Yeah, look on the... We, uh, we keep moving. We can end Okay. <laughs> with the pinball machine sounds. All right. Um, let's Zen see. Studios? Yeah, Zen Studios Pinball mm-hmm. is the... Uh, I was just going to pop open the other pinball arcade machine because they have the machine, which I think is the Fuckbot one. Oh, yeah. They're a Midwestern pinbot? classic. Pinbot. Bride of Pinbot. Bride of Pinbot. They have uh-huh. that on the iOS device, but it doesn't, of course, it doesn't come with the subwoofer attached or oh. pointing at your crotch <laughs> for, one, for one, when one, you one. get the ball in her mouth. <laughs> that was that was a great machine. Pinbot's one of the original arcade or pinball machines, I think. So what? The, I watched a documentary on, it's called... Uh, um, yeah, but it's not like from like the '60s, is it, or '50s? You're talking about like one of the newer, the original, one of the original digital ones, because there has to be no. an era. Okay, this well, it was a pinball movie called Special When Lit, which is a documentary about uh, '50s and '60s pinball games. Okay, and I believe Pinbot is one of the original ones, um, but this is on Netflix, and it's it's a pretty cool documentary if you're into that side of type of thing. It's kind of like along the vein of uh, King of Kong a little bit. Sure. Um, let's see here. The, could Pinbot. There could be a whole separate documentary category on Netflix called <clears throat> video game documentary. Yeah. <laughs> like game documentary. Yeah, because there's that indie game movie, too. Indie the that's movie. On, indie the movie. That, that's pretty good. King of Kong. I think there's like a Pac-Man one. There's mm-hmm. a whole bunch now. Chasing Ghosts. Chasing Ghosts. Yeah. That's it. Um, so this one, well, it was Pinbot was, okay, it's from Williams Arcade Games which is a subsidiary that was eventually bought up by Midway, I think. And that was originally patented in 19, or okay, 1986. So that's when that one was from. So, yeah, uh, 12,000 pinball units of that. It's a pretty cool thing. How, how many? 12,000 pinball units they made of Pinbot. What about Bride of Pinbot? Bride of Pinbot. Okay. The machine, the one who search. shoots bass at your Bride crotch. Of- it's your genitals. Is it called the Machine Bride of Pinbot? That's yep. Okay, <laughs> that's what's called. 1991, they made 8,100 pinball flippers. Do they have a picture of it? Is that the one with the base in the in the crotch? It doesn't say. It doesn't have a picture of it. No, I can't remember if that's the one. It it might be. Maybe not be. Who knows? It does have a sexy robot lifting your heels in the front of it. I think that's the one. Do they show the game at all? Uh, is there is their head in the middle? Their mouth agape? Mouth agape. Let's see. <laughs> um, mouth let's agape. See. Gaping mouth. Yes. Yep. That's I think the one. that's a Get it out of my mouth, baby. I hope, I hope that's back this year at Midwest yeah, Gaming yeah. Classic. We'll look for it. Get all that nerd nerd crotch on it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Anywho, um, that's it for news. Big L, rest in peace. Rest in peace.
Fresh out the gate again, time to raise the stakes again. Fat my plate again. Y'all cats know we always play to win. GNG to the stars, son. Haters took the shit too far, son. Now let's talk about some comics that we've read. Uh, so this week we'll be talking about reviewing. Um, let's start with Age of the Empire, number four. Oh, is that what happens when I put them in your mailbox? Yeah. Oof. Got full a little bit. Uh, hard targets, number four. So on the cover, you get a picture of Boba Fett looking like he's going to shoot some motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I got you on my sights. Pew! And then you see uh, the female bodyguard. Uh, what's her name again? I just read this. That- oh, Kandra Taiman. Kandra Taiman. The bald one? Yes. The. She's just been fired. Yep. Because she, she let canned. Uh, the prisoner escape. Vex? Mm-hmm. Zex? Uh Vex the pirate. Vex the pirate escape. Yep. So where do we leave off? Can you read part of the intro? Yeah. So after assassinating the Count of Sereno, Agent uh, Jahan Cross was assigned to help ensure that the Emperor's preferred candidate was elected as regent to care for the Count's orphan son, Bron. Bron Doku. Mm-hmm. Um, but before an election could be held, Bron was kidnapped by Aveka Vex Dunn, a woman whom Cross has tangled with in the past. After he captured Vex and rescued Bronn, Cross had to agree to break Vex out of Imperial custody before she would reveal who hired her. After releasing Vex under the nose of Bronn's fiercely loyal private bodyguard, Kandra Taiman, Cross learned that kidnapping was organized by Lord Rodas Borgen, Kandra's employer, Bross's current guardian, and the uh, Empire's choice for the regent. Huh. So he's kind of conflicted because it's like, well, uh, the guy who's regent of the kid also ordered the kidnapping of him so you got to think that he's plotting an assassination against Bron. yeah um and then in this one they have uh boba fett. a lot of yeah at the end boba fett makes an appearance but he's on the cover so you think that oh all right there's gonna be a lot of boba fett in this no mm-hmm. just him in the last panel well he's in the middle pretty much he's, he's in, in the, the middle, middle and the last he, he basically somebody lets him know hey uh Somebody was posing as you. He's like, what? Mm-hmm. What? And then he's got to go get Johan, Johan mm-hmm. Cross. I like I like how it started off with um, him trying to get laid. Yeah. By the agent. The, the, yeah. Uh, he's trying to security guard. Yeah. He's like, now that you're not working, you want to yeah. fuck? He's yeah. like, oh sure. <laughs> All right. Oh, by the way, I'm the one who released Vax. Then yeah, she the pirate to kill him. Yeah. He's so. like, what the fuck? And punches him through the glass. I like that part. They get into a bar fight. And then there's more. Um, they say the new curse word in this one is stargas. Yeah. Stargas. That's stargas. Stargas. Like and I also shits. like space me. It's like, fuck me. Man. Yeah, space me yeah. and stargas. Yeah. I like fake swears in the Star Wars galaxy. Yeah. I prefer fake swears that don't involve uh, the interstellar uh, bodies. Like, yeah. I think it would be funner. I think it would be better if they came up with like. Um, you know, a different curse word that doesn't like involve frack. star, like frack. Yeah, that doesn't what involve like anything from space, like planet toids. <laughs> like this, I guess you could, that could be used as a swear. Like yeah. that would I would expect just because it's planet in it. Oh, you space know? you, Spa- yeah, space you, <laughs> space me. I kind of like it because it sounds so corny. It does sound yeah. really corny. Like, oh, shut up, man, space you. So, th- I mean, 
I don't know. I'm not. I'm kind of. Uh, I've gone. I've grown cold on this comic series. What is the? Um, I was going to ask you. What is that cartoon series that was on Cartoon Network, where they were? Uh, it was like Sequest, whatever. Sequest 2020. Yeah. C Lab 2020. C Lab. Yeah. yeah. So the one guy, the gray-haired guy from C Lab, reminds me of, yeah. of this guy exactly. It looks like the exact same character. He does kind of look like him. If he was dumber. Yeah. Because that guy was really blunt. Yes, yeah, so this is like James Bond. As that guy. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can find this phrasing too. So they, he's going after the kid because he's been kidnapped, right? Yeah, he's trying to save the kid. And they end up going to the um, underwater, underwater layer, uh, hideaway, whatever. Hideaway for other counts. Yeah, like the count hideaway. Yeah. The count haven. The count haven. <laughs> and then it, it turns into kind of like a a sea sea battle. Yeah. Um, here's the one of the panels says. At Oto Duku, the Duku undersea retreat in the Barcillian Sea for his own safety and to keep him whatever. But then he says, I'm surprised to see Gungan style Bongo on Sereno because they're traveling around in a Gungan yep. ship underwater. Open Gungan style. <laughs> yeah, they're traveling Gungan style. <laughs> and she says, The late Count Duku appreciated anything of grace and beauty. He was quite taken with the craft. It's when he was also modeled. Oto Duku on the Gungan cities. Mm. Just, like there was so much Dugu Uku Oko Dogo. <laughs> <laughs> I just I couldn't. I, I was having a hard time reading it because I just I couldn't yeah. stand it anymore. The, uh, All the Gungan shit. Isn't that? I um, was hoping the Gungans were just gonna get wiped out. <laughs> like, nope, they're still around. Uh, Isn't? Uh, didn't they call that secret base the Gungan city? Didn't they call that Oto Gunga? Yeah. So I think that's just a term that they use for underwater city. Sure. Or underwater base. You're going to start speaking Gungan. You're going to yeah. start taking yeah. it Gungan. I'll take some classes. Yeah. <laughs> that's Go a good point. University. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This comic was all right. It was. Uh, I liked how it opened, but then it kind of trailed off and then turned into like. A, mm-hmm. Like most of these comics in the series are just like, follow me. Chase me. I'm being chased by a ship. Uh, yeah. I escape. I trick everyone. I think they could go a little further with. I mean, if they're seriously just going to make him a 007 character, he's mm-hmm. James Bond in Star Wars universe. Like yeah. bed, bed more ladies yeah. for one. Yeah. Like open up each comic with him. Just start like, off in strong. Bed. Like he mm-hmm. totally should have slept with her. Yeah. Like start off strong. Like it happened in the first series, right? Yeah. He bed like three people, and they like alluded yeah. to it or showed them whatever. Like continue doing that would be um, nice, I guess. <laughs> I just want to see a panel with like a alien spread spread legs like four pussies. Yeah, sure. <laughs> show some show us a Gungan female, goddammit. Yes. Who knows what that looks like? <laughs> Never seen one of those. Um For all we know they're all just asexual. They could be, and they probably are. And then have them hit on the asexual, like, you know, mm-hmm. just make him a hound. Have him accidentally <laughs> have sex with a male alien. <laughs> oh. So, so we've got so spoilers from the cover, obviously, Boba Fett mm-hmm. shows up right at the end. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, hey, you're the imposter. Get it. So um, you can assume that he put out a bounty on We've Cross. only got one comic left. Yeah. yeah. So. so we'll see what happens because, I mean, he's kind of left holding his dong at the last one. Yeah. Simply with his pants down. Dong blaster. Yeah. Oh, Johan. Yeah. Is holding his dong. Yeah, because he gets out of the water and Boba Fett's sitting right there. With yeah. His blaster out. Yeah. It's a lot of double crossing mm-hmm. in the Star Wars comic. I don't know who, what's yeah. doing what. What's going on? I can on? tell you that I'm 
looking forward to the most is number two. The Star Wars number two comic. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. The, the Star Wars. The Brian Wood yeah. Star Wars comic? Yes, number two. That's yeah. the one I'm looking forward to the most. This one, I'm just looking forward to it to end. <laughs> <laughs> just want to see how it Get ends. some closure. Yeah. yeah. This oh, one, and the... Uh, this one faulted from what some of the other Star Wars comics fault from, which is mm-hmm. like jumping from planet to planet plot like so much that it, you just kind of you don't really I like for me I just don't really care anymore yeah I was just like I'm gonna take the kid over here I'm taking the kid over here well, we better go over there to get this kid yes and then there's so much backstabbing going on that's just like uh, I don't even whatever like, yeah <laughs> it's hard to keep track of all the yeah I don't know it's not I mean I'm, even, I'm not even having a hard time keeping track I just kind of lose I've just lost interest a little bit mm-hmm and if we talk, if we get to it, I mean, I've started the Scoundrels book, and I'm finding the same problem of like, mm, okay, taking this and putting it in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh? For sure. If this is if this is James Bond in the Star Wars universe, then the Scoundrels Timothy Zahn book is Ocean's Eleven oh. in the Star Wars universe. Hmm. <laughs> that's it. Okay. So, but we can get to it in detail. Um. All right. Let's talk about. Uh, Dark Times, hmm. this uh, new series, which you say has been an on- well ongoing series. This yeah. is the new plot to the Dark Times saga. Yeah, this is the new collection, I guess. So um, let me, I'll read the description here. This says it is, yeah, Star Wars Dark Times Fire Carrier number one, or Star okay. Wars colon Republic number 106. Hmm. Okay, so this could all be tied to the a Republic series. Mm-hmm. This is the 106th version. Wow, all right. Mm-hmm. We are behind. Well, we're just know. getting into it now, but... Uh, that is so, kind of the nice thing about Star Wars comics is setting them up in chunks so you get kind of caught up. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to tell you what's going on in this one? Yeah, why don't you hit us with the uh, preamble? All right. During the devastation of Order 66, when clone troopers everywhere turned on their Jedi generals, Jedi Master Crook narrowly escaped with a group yep. of... Y- I'm going to say Kukruk. Kukruk? Oh, yeah, I guess there's... Okay. Two Ks. All right. Jedi Master Kukruk narrowly escaped with a group of younglings on a damaged shuttle. Mm-hmm. Unsure of the reason for the clone troopers' new anti-Jedi orders, Kukruk tried simply to get the younglings away, but when they encountered a space pirate, the Padawans were again in danger. This time, however, Master Kukruk also... <laughs> God damn it. ...allowed his anger to take a part in saving the Padawans. He got angry. Elephant man gets angry. So, okay. Um, And now they crash on a planet. Yep, so they're crashing towards a planet, and their their ship can't escape, so they have to land. They have to crash land. Yeah, Arcania. Uh And then they get brought to that planet, and the the troopers on the planet immediately take them into a refugee camp. Yeah, they get ushered into a refugee camp. And they're trying to hide that they're force users because they don't want to get killed because it looks like there's some Imperial people around here. Yeah, this is during this seems to be taking place during the Purge. Yes. So mm-hmm. they're hiding out. He has to protect these Padawans. Okay. Well, let me tell you about... So his species, the main character, Kukruk, mm-hmm. is uh, a Wifid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wifid. Yeah, Wifid. So yeah, Wifid, I guess. They're from the planet Tula. Uh, they are notable for their great tusks. On Tula... Wiffids left uh, or lived a primary primitive lifestyle, hunting karaboos and other large animals such as the matmat. Matmat. Uh, their ling- the language consisted of approximately six thousand words. Um, so they are t- 
two to two and a half meters that, tall. So that's like is that a lot? Is six thousand? That's six thousand words a lot. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> um, I don't know. They live up to two hundred forty nine standard years. So they are. They kind of look like the chevron people, except taller. Yeah. And then they have fur and uh, and talons for feet. Yep. That's a big um, dude. Yeah. So uh, let's see. They can weigh up to 400 kilos. They're covered in long yellow, white, or gold fur. It has stubby fur-covered tails. So this guy looks like he's a, a force master, and he's trying to mask that he's, you know, a Jedi. Yeah. And that's going to be basically the plot of this series is figuring out a way to hide these younglings from getting killed. Yeah. Who's his assistant? He's got an assistant with him, too, who I mm-hmm. think... I can't tell if she's a Force user or not. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I can't I think really she tell was, yet. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. He's got his lightsaber. Um, let's see. Darth Vader has uh, appeared on the planet. Yeah. I was telling them to hunt down... Yep, there's more Vader. Them Jedis. Yep. When I saw and, panels, I was like, oh, great, dude. It's Vader again. Yeah. And you... Actually, and you 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 saw on one panel just kind of a um, it was a reference to Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison. Mm-hmm. They actually take a, uh, a panel and they're discussing. There's, he's watching a video. At one point, he's in the um, camp and he's watching a video screen mm-hmm. about Darth Vader. It's like propaganda. This part I kind of liked. Yeah, they didn't like they didn't really set it up very well, but um, yeah, he's watching like a propaganda film about how. Darth Vader is going across the country purging these Jedi scum and mm-hmm. rebel scum, which is kind of neat. Um, and they say, and thwarted the murderous plot of General Gentis that left thousands dead on Galactic Center. Mm-hmm. And that's where there's uh, the reference to. Yeah, because uh, in the Ghost Prison Ghost series, Prison. Um, there was a, like a coup where they're trying to take over and General Gentis was trying to take over Mm-hmm. And uh, they staged a bombing on the uh, imperial capital. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, and you can see and you can see the Darth Vader and the two allies he had taking over and yeah, the main character from Ghost Prison yeah. and such. Yeah, so yep. so there's a little crossover. Yeah, I think I don't know. I, I found this one pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd give it so far. You know, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. For okay. story and writing, I thought what, the writing was the dialogue's good. What do you think about the artwork, the art style? Yeah, average. Yeah, it's just very average comic. You know, it's clearly all hand drawn. There's no computer effects. I don't think. That yeah. I've seen, or yeah, CG like. enhancements. It all looks looks pretty. Yeah. Pretty much freehand. Yep. Um, and you don't see him ignite his lightsaber at all, or do any force things. Mm-hmm. The only force thing that happens in that game is that. One of his game. old buddies comes <laughs> in the comic, rather, is one of his uh, old buddies appears and uh, puts him in a little force stasis. Oh, he yeah. tries to attack him. He's like, "Don't you remember me? Ha! Huh? You must look before you leap. Ha 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 ha!" Oh, God, that's right. I forgot about the ending. Yeah, his other buddy coming up. Yeah, so there's another force guy that looks like it's one of his old friends that's on that, that refugee camp as well. Mm-hmm. So they're saying like, "Well, I came here because I detected some great disturbances." Yep. The force led me to you. Um, yep. Let's go. Uh, do you know what the what are the, I mean, besides hiding out? Did you get a sense of what what, what they're doing? Like where they're, where they're um, going to head to? No. It seems like the plot of this so far is just going to be uh, 
pretty much that they're they're trying to go on the run to like a no, an escape, escape movie or something. Yeah. yeah, the last panel, spoiler, but not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just them saying, "There's a great danger here." Yeah, I haven't okay. told you yet. Yeah, all right. So uh-huh. something's gonna happen. Yeah. So, I we'll think it's because I think it's Vader's. I'm guessing maybe it's because it's Vader's there, but I don't know. I like I like this time period. You know, mm-hmm. um, between three and four. Yeah. I think that's an, a good place to to be with the purge and ghost prison. Mm-hmm. I like they're focusing on this time period. Um, and even Brian Woods comic. I mean, just just after four. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I like that stuff. So, I don't know. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it and see where it goes. Let's talk about now coming soon comics from Dark Horse. Okay. We've got number two is coming out on the 13th. Okay, so, so that's Wednesday. Yep. That'll be out. Um, following that, we've got nothing until, well, 27th. They're doing the third printing of Star Wars number one. It was that successful. Yeah. So they ran out of the second run, and now they're going to do a third printing. Third printing. Um and then February 27th also has Agent Number 5, so we'll be able to wrap that up, mm-hmm. put a bow on it. Put a bow on that. Um, Prisoner of Bogon Number 3, Dawn of the Jedi. Oh, I forgot about Prisoner of Bogon. So, yeah. I like that series. We'll see if they, because last time when we left them, they uh, were trying to create a Force Saber and escape that yeah, prison planet that's right. so, with that old mentor dude. So That's been a while since yeah. the, uh, Number 2. Yeah. Hmm. That one looks pretty good. Um, so then uh, March 6th, we're already into March, and that's with uh, Dark Times number two, the fire carrier. And then, uh, yeah, that's any new that's into March. Any, yeah, any new series? New series. Um, Coming up? Not really. I haven't heard anything oh, about it. Oh, yep. Star Wars, Legacy, Le- uh, Star Wars Legacy Prisoner of the Floating World number one comes out March 20th. So that could be a new series. Let's see what that's Who's writing that one? <laughs> um, writer Karina Bechko okay. and Gabrielle Hardman. Sure. I, I'm a hard man. Ooh, there's a Mon Calamari on the cover. Oh, I'm in. Sold. <laughs> um, so here's what it is. Uh, despite her famous heritage, Ania Solo is just a girl trying to make her way in the galaxy gone bad. But it gets worse when she comes into possession of a lightsaber and an Imperial communications droid and discovers she has been targeted for death. She is Han and Leia's great-granddaughter and introduced into the Legacy Saga. In the aftermath of the war, the Solo clan lives on, a new ongoing series from acclaimed creators of Betrayal of the Planet of the Apes. Great-granddaughter, huh? Yeah. New character. So, yeah, this is probably 60 to 100 years in the future after Episode 6. Yeah. Hmm. So the legacy series, I think, is just the legacy of the Skywalkers mm-hmm. and Solo, whatever. Yeah, Skywalker <laughs> branched legacy. off into different characters. Solo so. Skywalker legacy, I guess. Yeah. I don't know the Solo Walker. Does she go hyphenated? Yeah. I, don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think so. She's a princess. She should keep her name. That's right? sure. He should take that name. Yeah, Han yeah. Leia. There's or, a lot of <laughs> that's Han Leia. Han Leia. Han Leia. <laughs> yeah, Han Leia. My name is Han Leia. Han Skywalker. Why did you take her first name? You dumb shit. <laughs> what? A what? That's how it works. That's not how it works. Oh, that's how it works in space. Shut up. Yeah, space rules. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're reading Scoundrels. Yeah, I started Scoundrels, uh, which is Timothy Zahn's new novel. Mm-hmm. Um, the much hyped Timothy Zahn, writer of Thrawn trilogy, mm-hmm. one of the, sort of the 
probably the greatest novel set the people that talk about it for the expanded universe um, for the expanded yeah. universe um i mean in general i mentioned it earlier but basically it is between four and five episode four and five mm-hmm. um and han solo knows luke skywalker you know he's just met them whatever and they break off um and he is scoundreling hmm. okay. so he's got a big score and he can't do it on his own so now he needs to collect other scoundrels Mm-hmm. And um, go steal some stuff. Okay. And for it's the, like a heist movie. It's a heist movie. It is. It is Ocean's Eleven, like mm-hmm. through and through. It's. 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 Um. Is Don Cheadle in it with the fake British accent? It, Don Cheadle could totally be Lando, <laughs> Lando. Is going to be in it. Yeah. He has to go get Lando. So yes, Don Cheadle is in it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll just say that. <laughs> so. Um, it's entertaining right now. Right now, I'm just, it's still the setup of like introducing all these characters. There's like a set of twins that are um, gymnastics, basically, hmm. or gymnasts. Okay. There's one guy who is a. These are all people that are joining his crew? Yeah. Okay. There's a guy that is uh, not a force user. He's a, they actually call him a magician, hmm. uh, pickpocket, lockpicker expert. Okay. Um, you know, and then there's Han Solo and Chewie. <clears throat> and uh, so far, I mean, the writing's good. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely like the same thing I have with Agent of the Empire. I'm just like, it's just this is a Star Wars heist movie. <laughs> yeah, Are they just taking plots from other movies and kind of. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars universe. Yeah, just kind of shoving it. And even with the fact that he went to a circus, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's just it doesn't. I understand <laughs> that there probably there are circuses in the Star Wars universe, but like, yeah, we saw it in the Christmas special. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what it is with the uh, the, the Chewy family, but they fucking love the circus. Yeah. Um, so I, you're about a hundred pages in. And yeah, I'm about a third of the way through, mm-hmm. and we're still introducing these characters. Oh, like it's still setup point, mm-hmm. you know. So it's 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 quick. It's a quick read, mm-hmm. but I hope it takes a. Um, a more interesting turn okay know? but it's just it's star wars circus I don't yeah know. <laughs> like yeah we're gonna we're gonna go he's working in the circus let's go pick him up like, yeah hey, we're gonna the circus okay that's fine i guess because he was under he has a debt to pay off and so this magician is working in the circus this pickpocket is working mm-hmm. in the circus as a magician okay and he's like okay yeah but i can go and he claps his hands and his uniform changes it's very weird yeah <laughs> so it's not very it's not hitting me with star wars i think it's it's kind of um if if the spin-off movies happen like that i was like oh, i guess this is like when i as it was announced i thought about this book and i was like mm-hmm. this is what a han solo spin-off movie would be like yeah is just him doing a heist <laughs> like, yeah that's true so this fits in perfectly and i understand yeah, they that. could that could be the script for the movie basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, but I don't see then is that, do I want to see that? Do I want to see an ocean's Coruscant? I don't know. Right. You know, a Coruscant 11, uh-huh. you know, I don't think so. No, well, I don't, uh, maybe. That's well, one of my fears is that Disney just poops out films. Now that they have the license. Yeah. Like straight to DVD eventually, or like straight to digital, whatever versions of movies that you're they just kind of dilute the product. Well, they haven't, I mean, they haven't gone straight to DVD with Marvel yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to do that. Okay. I don't think it's going to be like Beauty and the Beast 5. Yeah. You know. <laughs> or Land Before Time 26. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
I mean, I hope not. I, I suppose it would all depend on how popular it is. Mm-hmm. And those are animated movies, and it's a little different. But I don't know. I think if you love heist movies, if you love um, Star Wars, and you love heist movies, mm-hmm. just pick up Scoundrels. The writing's good. It's just it hasn't it hasn't grabbed me fully yet. So, and I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the dialogue either. I'm not sure that he he quite gets the snarky Han Solo attitude. So. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's all there, but we'll see. I'll update you. All right. Um, update it on tour. What do you, what, you have a tour story to tell. Well, yeah. So you're playing the Old Republic. I played the Old Republic a little bit uh, last week, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I grouped up with other people, not through Group Finder. So I had my mission out on the planet, mm-hmm. and anytime I noticed that somebody was basically running the same mission and, like, taking my shit, yeah. you know, because when you run up to an item or you have to click this press this button and somebody just did it you have to like stand there yeah and wait, wait for, for the button to, to spawn yeah. <laughs> so i just like i'm just gonna try and group with this person like i'll just click on them group and they accepted okay i was like oh now we're running together we didn't really chat we just did mm-hmm. this stuff made shit easier got a lot of social points and so as we continued running through the mission we kept running into more people doing it hmm. so every time we ran across somebody who's doing the same thing i just grouped up with them yeah and they grouped up i was actually pretty surprised i was pleasantly surprised that they weren't like you know, either just saying no, which I would understand, mm-hmm. or like grouping up and then, you know, spouting some racist shit on yeah. text dialogue or something. <laughs> like they weren't not kids. Not quite as bad as Xbox. Yeah. 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 It's not, it's no black ops. Yeah. But, um, so it was a good experience and I got, you know, once grouping up with even more people, you get a lot more social points. Yes, you do. The only thing I started to notice is now that I am preferred, you know, my experience, I get less experience points. Mm-hmm. I also don't get all the, um, rewards oh. for finishing a mission. You don't. There are rewards that are blacked out. They don't even show what they are. Huh. They just say, you don't get these. Weird. And then you become a subscriber. So it'll be like, you still get the medallions, the medals. Uh, the commendations. The commendations for the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be one other item, and then there's two items that you can't get. Oh. So. That's strange. Yeah, that's part of it. And then I, I just end the lack of experience points, and I ran maybe three missions with this group mm-hmm. um, and I just felt like my experience wasn't getting as many I know I'm not getting as many experience points mm-hmm. I just think that you and I have to get together and run the same mission so I can see how many experience points okay. I am not getting because <laughs> I really have no reference for it it's not like it yeah. says it should it would be nice if they if they want to sell more subscriptions if they mm-hmm. put like this is what you get this is what you would get if you were a subscriber like yeah. if they're right underneath each other yep. that would be kind of helpful but basically you get an experience modifier, and I can't remember if it's a percentage, or I should have looked that up before. But I think it is because we get as a subscriber. I think you get fifty percent more. So I'm getting half as many experience. Yeah, points. so it takes you twice as long to, to level up. And I'm finding I am running out of shit to do on the planet. On the planet, huh? Because I have experience out of it, so it's either going like this so low an experience. Like it's you know I'm I'm 37, so. Um, level 37, so if you go to 33, you get even less. Or I have to do more um, co-op missions, mm. which is what I ended up, like, I'm going to have to try and do now. Heroic missions or something? Or yeah, heroic missions. Two-plus missions? Two-plus. So mm. Okay. So I am... Well, I can give you the experience boosters, right? You can use those. I mean, I, I could buy some experience boosters, and I think yeah. that's what I'll do next time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I might be that might be the one thing I buy on a regular yeah. basis is experience boosters because it's kind of a pain. Yeah, you know, you put three hours into it and you only get an hour and a half's worth of play. Yeah, experience, I guess. Yeah, they just want you to play it longer. And I I have to get a level. I got to level up for I want to get off fucking Bogan. Is that the planet? Bogan, no. no, not Bogan. What is the um? Balmora. Balmora. Is that the planet we're on? That gas bug yeah, planet. Yeah, gas bug planet. Okay. Um, I just want to get off the planet and move on with my class quest at this yeah. point because I've really like I've run this okay. planet deep I'm deep well, <laughs> into this planet so I started I did space missions um, to try and get some experience points mm-hmm. obviously but I can only do three space missions a week oh right which isn't bad and you can only do so many dungeons a week too right yeah the flashpoints or whatever they're called yeah or so. operation uh, flashpoint yeah. so so far it's not um, you know I'm not I'm not feeling really sad about going to preferred mm-hmm. um i just realized that i'm probably gonna have to use the experience modifiers yeah every time i sit down for a session otherwise it it makes it less worth it and if I you're a subscriber you can use that on top of your experience bonus already Shut so up. you can get even more you can experience double up yeah really <laughs> so you get a lot of experience just want to get experienced out is that what you've been doing that well yeah because it takes me i don't know an hour to get a level yeah at the longest it takes an hour sure so that's what I thought too. Yeah. I, Sometimes I played for get, like two hours and I was like, I didn't even get halfway to leveling. Mm. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the perks of being a subscriber. Yeah. But I'm going to monthly now. I'm not going to buy a six month period just because the amount of tokens that you get is like a hundred more a month. But you also have to pay 80 bucks up front. And I don't know if I'll be playing it that much, you know, three or four months from now. Yeah. So I'm just going to go monthly just because I like some of the perks of being a subscriber, but I don't necessarily need to be playing it for like six months of the future. I don't know. You don't, yeah. You're not sure that you're going to be playing six months from now? Or I'm not sure if I'm going to want to have preferred all the way up until then. Like if I'm going to get my money's worth if I play it that much, because as far as I'm concerned, the amount of uh, cartel coins that you get as a subscriber is not very much. No, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. They should be giving you at least a thousand more. or more. Yeah, they should at least be giving you what you're paying. Yeah, I understand there's other benefits, but they should at least mm-hmm. be giving you that same stipend of cartel coins. Right, because for forty bucks, you get fifty five hundred coins. Mm-hmm. So let's say you know forty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not doing that, but that's not me. I don't know what that is. Oh, <laughs> weird. Okay. All right. Um, let's finish out this episode. Sure. And uh, I'm going to leave you with a joke. Are you okay with me me playing with other people? Yeah, you can play with other people. <laughs> I think you should too. And then, um, you know, take notice of how it goes. Just try yeah. it once if you're trying to go through a quest. And okay. just add on a random person. I just want to know if there are dicks out there. Yeah. I Well, I usually, when I get an invite from someone I don't know, and I don't even know, they don't say anything to me. They just invite me. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is this? And I just decline it. Because sometimes they're trade spammers or someone who's trying to get you to buy gold. Oh, so they're not even around you? Yeah, because so, you can invite people from wherever you are, yeah. and they'll invite you to a group, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" I usually try to just stand in front of them, and then yeah, like, that's better than just some random person just popping up in a window. I didn't wave or anything. The, I could have waved. I was a little surprised when so they accepted. None of you stuff. said anything to each other, though. Um, I think at one point, one of the one of them was just like, "I'm not going to do the side quest. Like, I'm not going to oh. go do the expansion stuff. I'll see you guys yeah. later. Thanks." I was like, "Oh, okay. yeah, no problem. See you later." Because I've done the flashpoints where people randomly join up to a random group. You sure. just click the button to queue up, mm-hmm. and it does a group finder thing. Done the group finder And then before. some people just don't even say anything. They just go. 
Yeah. And in that situation, I usually am like, hey, how's it going? Just because we're going to be in a group together and like, hi. There wasn't much <laughs> chatting going on. Yeah. Like people are pretty straightforward. Because like, there is no voice chat built into the game. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you definitely have to pause and get type in and shit. Yeah. I don't see many people doing that. But overall, this is a fine experience, I guess, doing that. I guess I, we had grouped up with random people before, but not like that, mm-hmm. you know. Like like trying to grab somebody who isn't necessarily looking for a group. I wasn't yeah. sure that was going to work. Yeah. It did really yeah. easily. And it worked out. And if you're both too. doing the same thing, you might as well just do it. And yeah. I'm like, we are yeah. right on top of each other, dude. Yeah. Can we just can we just group up and then we get some social points for it? And then I can go get that slave gear outfit. I'm almost yeah. up to social too. All right. The slave gear. <laughs> almost there. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. All right. Um, let's, What's the joke? Here's the joke. Uh, what do you call five dark Jedi's piled on top of a lightsaber. Um, uh, a Jedi train bang? No. A Sith kebab. Sith kebab. <laughs> awesome dark Jedi. Yeah. That threw me off That's for a dark Jedi. That was the hint. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so <laughs> this is episode 21. You can send us an email at thespacebros at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook. We've been posting pretty frequently on there yeah. with updates. So some goofy stuff. Check it out. Facebook.com forward slash the Space Bros. The Space Bros fan page. Twitter. And then hit us up on Twitter. Twitter's kind of dead. But yeah. We, we post a little bit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. More Facebook. but Yep. And uh, that's it for now. We'll see you next time around. Space me. Space me in my space hole. <laughs>